I'm Brad Palmer reporting WSIU Radio News. The Mississippi County Sheriff's Office reports the victims of Monday's deadly residential explosion in Wyatt are in different hospital burn units across the Midwest. The Sheriff's Office says it's been told two of the nine victims are in critical condition and fighting for their lives. The other seven are in stable condition. One person has already died from the explosion. Investigators determine the cause of the explosion is from propane gas that filled the residence. The leak is narrowed down to the gas cook stove or a gas water heater. This incident has ruled an accident, but the investigation continues. If you smell gas in your home, authorities say to leave immediately, then call 911 and report the incident. And do not use your cell phone or landline phone inside the residence. Jackson County has found its first mosquito batch that's tested positive for West Nile virus. West Nile virus is transmitted through mosquitoes who have bitten an infected bird. People who become infected may experience symptoms such as fever, nausea, headache, or body aches. In rare cases, lingering effects and death from encephalitis and meningitis are possible. Jackson County Health Department recommends reducing exposure to mosquitoes by wearing a repellent as in reporting areas where mosquitoes are abundant to local mosquito control programs. COVID precautions in schools may look different this year under new guidelines from the Illinois Department of Public Health. Steph Whiteside has that story. IDPH and the Illinois State Board of Education have issued new COVID guidelines for K-12 schools based on updated guidance from the CDC. The new guidelines indicate masking requirements should be based on community transmission levels, recommending universal masking when COVID rates are high. Currently, the majority of the Southern Illinois region is considered to be at medium or high levels of transmission. The updated guidance also eases physical distancing and quarantine requirements. Students who show symptoms of COVID should still stay home and follow guidance from their local health department. Schools are encouraged to continue to follow hygiene and cleaning protocols and update their ventilation systems. ISBE says schools are also required to provide remote learning options for those under quarantine by their local public health department. I'm Steph Whiteside. A recent study places Illinois in an extreme heat belt in the next 30 years. Indy Cara has more. New York nonprofit First Street Foundation projects a region from North Texas to Illinois will see more extreme heat days with temperatures over 125 degrees by 2053. Jeremy Porter with First Street says the trend is driven by climate change. Whether it be extreme rainfall that we saw in Kentucky or the extreme wildfire events that we saw in California recently, or these extreme heat events, they they tend to be driven by uh, a warming environment. In Illinois, downstate Madison County is expected to see the biggest change in extreme heat days, with an increase from 7 to 21 days by 2053. I'm Indy Kara. Today is Agriculture Day at the Illinois State Fair. The day kicked off with a breakfast honoring producers as well as family farms that have been around for a century or more. State Treasurer Mike Frerich spoke at the event about his time working on a farm. That job was working at the time United Feeds Grain Elevator in Royal, Illinois. You see, I was in charge of night drying, and I just ran the dryers for about 12 hours overnight. I was the only person there, and they gave me a BB gun, and my job was to help shoot rats that would come around the elevator. Students from the Chicago High School for Agricultural Sciences spoke to the crowd and thanked farmers for all they do senior Kylie Norwood. Arguably, your job is the toughest job in the world. It's also the most important. It takes a lot of skill, effort, and commitment to do what you do on a daily basis. 
Governor J.B. Pritzker also gave remarks praising farmers and reminded the state is now covering FFA dues for all students taking ag classes. I'm Brad Palmer reporting WSIU Radio News.